covering a short topic and it's up to 20 minutes discussion we haven't prepared one of us is gonna pose a question and we're all going to deal with it <laughs> yeah I, I will happily drop the grenade yeah. today with how do you battle the common too many meetings I'm air quoting problem so how do you deal with that because this is a complaint I got in every retrospective that I've done in All of my life. So how do you deal with the number of meetings or with the people complaining about the meetings? <laughs> I mean, I guess both. Uh, I mean, one could be a symptom of the other. <laughs> Sometimes not. Sometimes one meeting is too many meetings. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly. true. <laughs> yeah, that's a new, that's not a small bump. <laughs> um, actually, uh, I, I, I used to think about this. I, I, I don't like having too many meetings, but then, as you said, what are what defines too many for me for myself in my in my job and it's rather what I don't like is uh non effective meetings or useless meetings i mean if if meeting if I have four meetings in a day and they are all necessary and important and effective, then fine, let it be that's work right that's that's what I'm there for, but if I end up like spending a week. Of work um, bouncing between in total six meetings let's say even that might be too many if most of them are useless and, and not needed really and I think that it comes from different sources so my observation which is I, I haven't really researched and I don't know the science behind all this stuff although there seems to be lots of research in there my own personal observation is that there are different types of meetings that we end up doing and some are legit and some are pretty weird and unnatural and I think it should be easy just to drop them and those types that I don't usually find effective is uh, one of them is coming like too many handover meetings too many meetings to kind of inform others what progress you have made and where you are at right now if there are too many of those and that's usually for me a, a sign for a deeper problem which is that you're doing too many things at the same time either as a person as a team or maybe as a company that's one source on one side of it that I usually think about the other source is um, enforced meetings for the sake of building a culture and those I see as a problem a bigger problem as well like the other one but there the intention is good but I think the tool is wrong here like you 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 don't build a culture by telling everybody oh let's meet now and, and have fun you can't enforce people to have fun right like at a certain time previously it was happening more naturally like more organically like, like people just decide spontaneously oh let's have lunch together uh, let's uh, do a game night let's uh, uh, go do a team event whatever like each team or each group of people decide for themselves there are problems with that as well sometimes so I see the reason or where it came from to to be that oh that we need a culture person or culture committee whatever within the company to kind of organize those things but then I think they took it a bit too far when they said ah 
Now every Friday we have in the evening a beer time or a Friday song time or whatever and everybody should join. If you don't join, you are judged as being negative, that you are not participating in the culture. And I can imagine that in some places it can lead to big problems for you like, oh, eventually you will get isolated or maybe even fired based on that because people start accumulating this kind of negative picture of you that you're not participating in culture, even though you might be actually within your smaller team very effective, very social, very good with them. And maybe you might be also very skilled for your role. So it kind of contradicts a lot of things that are that are more important than this kind of try uh, attempt to enforce certain certain culture. Um, those the two these two sources I usually think are the biggest where users meetings come from, and you don't feel really either you feel like you're they are not productive those meetings or they are they don't make you feel that relaxed or happy about them like I, I really hate those friday beers for instance uh when they are like scheduled i don't know does that make any sense to you that does it resonate and a bit yeah no i think i think it makes perfect sense i was wondering Raz, when you heard the too many meetings was it usually because of one of these two reasons or are you aware of more reasons more <clears throat> out? definitely more um so i know that i totally totally agree with everything you're saying Um, and it resonates very well with me as well. But I think the common thing I hear is we have too many meetings generally. Um, whether, whether it's, um, you know, I don't know, whatever agile garbage you're following. I'm not going to keep this okay. in. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I was my, just going to uh, flag that. My <laughs> about agile. Agile garbage. Whatever agile garbage you're doing, um, it comes with all the rituals. Some of them are important, some of them less, some more. But it, it always comes with a lot of those rituals, right? Um, some of them are more slim, some, some are not. If you add to that also times you need to think, sometimes you need to plan. And if you're following something idiotic, like completely idiotic, like the Spotify model, um, and you have a squad, then you actually need to bring everyone to unimportant things by default that they probably don't care about because as a business team we're doing this business unit thing so we're all involved um and i think that's the main problem i i try to see and i see the value in all of that don't get me wrong but i also see why people are complaining about it and um that's why i'm asking because i started thinking about something and that's why i kind of wanted to share and i wanted to have like a meeting budget basically give myself and also people product managers and people we work with meeting budget per week um And we basically say, this is your hourly budget and you can use it, whatever you want. But, and I mean like... Um, so I actually did this I with know. like my teams. I, I basically, so as a manager, I usually was like very meaningful. Um, but uh, but with uh, my teams, when I, when I would get this comment, and that's why I was asking you before, is it, is it how you deal with the comment? I would basically take the opportunity to have a conversation in the next one-on-one -on -one with that person about, you know, what, what is... It's usually about lack of focus, but it's usually people are really motivated. They want to get stuff done. Sometimes it's an offshoot. There's a specific person that's bugging them or a specific issue, which is great to hear what because they said too many meetings, but they're actually complaining about something else. And sometimes it's about really not being able, not very being very able to control their schedule to be able to say no like they feel like people can just put things on their calendar and then i kind of start talking to them about like blocking their calendar and managing the time creating their own budgets for meetings like going with them seeing this is what we have in our in our 
garbage agile process so those you can skip um, or maybe one or two you can uh, uh, and then when is your focus time how are you going to budget it and then if someone asks you for a meeting and you're already full then the question is is this more important than the other thing here um, or can it wait for next week um, and it really got people to to being able to be more comfortable in in like especially when you're still um, I don't know this was usually with teams that are kind of like uh, service teams um, that kind of have a lot of external stakeholders so um, that's uh, that's really a meeting budget is something that was really effective for us. Yeah, I, I really want to do that. I think I think this is the next thing for me. So I will I will share this mm -hmm. at least. Also, one one thing that I do with that is I ask people why and what is the problem. Sometimes people just don't like meetings, but because they want to do stuff, but they need to also at least from my perspective, engineers need to be also there when we define stuff and we talk about them because a lot of the times when when engineers are not in meeting rooms when ideas they actually start then it, they're at the end of the process and then when it gets to them they say oh but it's impossible or it will take three years we need to rewrite the entire system so i think one of the things that we as and i'm talking about the person who was a developer before and now i'm, I'm managing engineers we need to also accept that we can't just eat the, like uh, eat the cake and leave it full right like we can't we can't just say I don't want to be in any meetings but also why did you make that decision without me I would have told you back in the day that it's stupid so I, I think we should take like acknowledge the fact that if we want to avoid that second problem which is waterfall falling on us and then it was we, we were told hey what's going on with this um, we need to be there when this thing starts and and but I do agree that it's not all the problem. It's maybe 20% of the problem, rough estimation. A lot of meetings are useless or at least useless because I think something that maybe it's a lost art form, but we forgot that front-end developers and back-end developers, they have different perspectives. And having a planning meeting sometimes when we do those things, we should maybe think about what is the interest of that group and maybe split those things. Um, I know that the Spotify model talks about squads and the idea is great, um, but sometimes maybe we don't need to involve everyone, like everything with everyone. Maybe we can kind of start compartmentalizing again. Mm -hmm. I do know people who, who are overwhelmed by that as well. Just the And so it might take some time to get used to or see the value. And I think even sometimes having someone who does find it valuable communicate why it's important for them can ease it for someone else. Um, so I think that... That is one nice thing about it. But the one thing that I don't, so I, tr again, with all this agile thing is try to really figure out and mm. use whatever works for you and not just take any system for a given. But um, I'm really curious with the teams, like if essentially mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense for everybody to be in the planning, then decide how planning should work, that it, in a way it makes sense. And if it's you split into two, but there's always mm -hmm. one person from the other group that's joining and you rotate that so, so that you rotate who is in there. And try it. And if it doesn't work, then switch it around again. Um, I think um, uh, one of the things that I... Uh, so there are two two more things about it that I wanted to to, to talk about. One is uh, maybe a neat trick that I started using a while back. Um, and the other is a problem that I can't solve. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the neat trick is um, I do and I try to like... Is share this and kind of build a culture around me of getting more people to do this because it usually works if multiple people do this. But I try to do very short meetings 
um, even if we think it should be a long meeting where I just bring in whoever I think should be in the room and we, I introduce what mm -hmm. it is and I clear off the agenda and then we check, does everybody need to be here? And then if not everybody, some people can just say, I'm out, mm -hmm. not relevant for me. I have more important things right now, or I should be here, but I can't, something's burning. Um, then great. Then we know who, who needs to do it. And sometimes we realize mm -hmm. we're missing someone. Sometimes we realize we're done. So sometimes you're done in 15 minutes. Sometimes you, you just figure out that you don't have the right combination of people, so you change before you extend it. But then you need to kind of get used to building your mm. schedule in a way that you block the 15, but the next 45 minutes are still clear. So that if you do need the full meeting, you can just sit there and finish it. But if you're like, you know what, not the most important thing right now, then you put it where it should be. At least you have the chance to, dis like you had a reason for why you thought it might be urgent. You check in with everybody, you get it clear, and And then you can uh, schedule the meeting y and you decide really nice if it's idea. now, mm. later, do we have the right people and so on. So it's kind of a way to, to do it if you, if you are not able to do it just by writing on Slack. Or so if you need to kind mm -hmm. of have some sort of interaction in order to figure it out. Sometimes a, a quick mm. call or Slack would solve it and then you, you know you've scheduled the right thing. But sometimes it's just a, a matter of... Um, of having a, a, a pre-meeting or, a, or a, let's see if we really need this meeting. <laughs> so that's, that's one trick. And my problem is, uh, and I don't know if you face it as well, um, the, I don't know if you know, uh, and we also use it as a bias problem in data science and analytics. It's called the HIPPO. It's a short for highest paid person opinion. And it's a very common bias in, in decision-making and in analysis that no matter what the result, there is the person who is, uh, could be highest paid, could be more senior, could be you know, loudest, could, doesn't even have to be with seniority. Um, but there is, sometimes there is uh, um, uh, one or maybe even more people that is able to put things on your schedule or just be in the meeting and make it less productive in a way that makes everybody else feel frustrated. I don't know how to solve this problem. Like when it's someone that I reports to me or to someone else and I will deal with it. But if it's like someone who I can't, then I can't. <laughs> I don't have a clear and easy path forward. My, my path forward is actually is, is one that actually, I don't know, I always got trouble with because I'm, I'm, I'm very hon honest. And I tell people that things don't work or I don't need to be in things. I can even share a story where I got, um, I once had um, a review when I, uh, like a performance review. And I got a really, a relatively really good review. Um, uh, and the downside that I got was that I'm not participating in uh, strategy meetings as, as like a CTO type. I wasn't a CTO, but the title system was different. Uh, and I, I think I, sa I, I sat there and I thought for a second. And my reply was, yeah, because they're redundant. You're planning 10 years ahead. No, none of the the managers are in the day-to-day. -day. Someone needs to be here because if, you're, if, if there will be no direction right now, in six months, our product is dead. Like this is the reality we're facing. This is our, these are the things that I'm trying to fix now. So by inviting me to meetings or even sometimes not inviting me to those meetings, but never mind, that are about strategy 10 years forward, it actually makes no sense to me because you're talking about something that I don't even see could happen at this point in time unless we fix stuff. Did it help? No. Was I told that I need to be here, to be there anyhow? Yes. Did it put a like a huge um, kind of I don't know, like a comical cartoon like a target on my back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have a solution there, but I probably will do the same tomorrow if I'll be in, in the in the same situation because I don't see any reason not to share exactly the same thing. Okay. So 
here's a quick overview, I think, of what we discussed, and feel free to help me. Um, then we talked about how, uh, originally, Ala, you mentioned things like about how some meetings are are potentially problematic, and maybe you can it could help people, like, identify those either that there's um just a case maybe even not the meeting itself but in general if the team is trying to achieve too many things is chasing too many goals then it's going to create a lot of meetings to keep everybody in sync with all the moving targets and that just uh, generates it and maybe the best solution for that is just to make sure that you're focused on achieving less within small teams um and then the other thing is that kind of these company-wide or maybe even department-wide enforced culture meetings like beer clock um when they are in force, when like, and it doesn't matter if you have to be there or if someone is just commenting the next day that you weren't there when you're not, a, like either way is, is a type of have to be there. Um, and so uh, those are maybe things that uh, people can try to identify and figure out what to do with them. Um, then we talked a little bit about the um, agile madness, I'll call it now, nicer <laughs> maybe <laughs> term that like some of these methodologies generate a lot of meetings and they might not necessarily be right for your teams. And uh, you need to kind of figure uh, the best maybe solution for that is to sit down and figure out what would be useful for you. Um, we talked about trying to budget times for meetings. I would say, especially for individual contributors, really try to like figure out how um, how you do budgets for this and the conversations around that so that you have enough focus time. Um, and then we talked a little bit about uh, trying to do a, a pre-meeting or kind of like a little hack of trying to figure out who needs to be in the meeting um, and uh, and find uh, find if, if, th if this is a way that helps you be more productive, especially with meetings that you're not sure about, I would say. Try with those. It's not for all meetings. Some meetings you probably know you should have. And at the end, we talked a little bit about um, my problem with uh, what do you do when someone who's very senior um, um, and decides that you need to have a meeting and not everybody agrees with it um, or maybe takes over a meeting uh, and that creates like this kind of problematic too many meetings vibe for others because they don't feel like the meetings are useful and for that um, we guess the millennial solution is to talk about it <laughs> and uh, good luck we wish you a lot of <laughs> luck with that depending <laughs> on what kind of generation you have <laughs> Nice summary. All right. So this was a, a long, quick one, Charlie, but uh, still a nice one, I think. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about these things. Uh, so um, you can find us on Twitter and um, LinkedIn and wherever you found us. Bye. Bye. Bye.